Eliminating bias about video games, gamers, and gender inequality. My old brother plays World of Warcraft and Dota when I was about ten years old, and he often teach me how to play these kind of games. While I'm really interested in such a fantasy virtual world, I appreciate him for leading me to be a gamer. However, my parents blame him not only for spending too much time on playing games, but set a bad example for me. But they never reproach me. It seems strange as parents always have great ambitions for their children. Do you know why? My old brother explains, "Our parents trust you more. They don't believe you are a person like me who addicts to video games." Well, I prefer to replace person like me with boy. I mean, that's definitely stereotype. Most people define video games as boyish games, and they can't imagine how could girls play video games because boys spend much more time on average playing video games than girls do. It's undeniable fact that the the game industry is still dominated by male designers, and females and males are not in equal numbers. But that's not the reason females being treated unfairly in game field. In my opinion. Gamers are a group of people who have great devotion towards video games, which contain people of both ages and、uh, both genders and all of ages. Females contribute to game market as well. Females play mobile MMO FPS games as well. Females can find the muscled heroes attractive the same way the guys enjoy Lara Croft's isolationism as well. Females and males have the same devotion to games. They should be equal. Beijing's autumn is nice and cool, but the national stadium is stuffy, restless, that's crowded with people of all ages and genders. It's the World Tournament of League of Legends in 2017. Everyone's holding up banners with different colors and shouting slogans. Looking closer, a girl's sitting among them. Face kicked with logo of SKT, which is a professional team of League of Legend. Her face is sometimes serious, sometimes excited, with the screen on the middle of the stage changes, but finally extremely upset. And she cries out loud as her boys sitting on the stage lost the match. Golden color bars falling, thunderous applause and cheers. It's the honor of champion, and never about her and her supporting team. She stands slowly. Suddenly, a bottled water flies over her and hits a girl sitting in front of her. The girl's been hit before she even knows what's happening. She turns her head around, only find several boys and girls that hold up banners of another team, which has been eliminated by SKT a week ago. They shouting. You deserve it. This is a prize for supporting Korean team. You bastard! And making insulting gestures towards her, regardless of her anger and sobbing. The girl cries for SKT is me, and I witnessed how that innocent girl being treated only because she supports a foreign team. It would be difficult to image prejudice exists among gamers, but it's true. People who support Chinese teams praise themselves as patriots and judge those who support foreign teams, especially Korean teams, because Chinese teams have been defeated by them for for the past seven years. 
All the jealousy and prejudice arising from unwilling of less capable than others, especially when it hooks up with competition between countries, there's always some excuses to cover up. Besides prejudice among gamers, video games itself is not commonly accepted by most people. For instance, electronic sports game is born with bias, for it's not in the con conventional sense. To eliminate prejudice, pro gamers are required to behave themselves by rigorous rules and bear pressure from public opinion. Meanwhile, Sponsors and professional tournaments restrain these pro-gamers who are in relatively low average level of education with professional ethics, trying to change public's stereotype towards them as they are considered as game addicts. In order for electronic game sports to be social acceptable, pro-gamers and e-sports pr practitioners make the massive effort. It's hard for people who don't familiar with esports to image that these seventeen or eighteen year olds may be punished for talking thoroughly in game or leaving game for minutes, as this can be seen as lacking professional spirit. Fairness is a baseline in esports. I'm not intent to elaborate the hardship for pro gamers and practitioners. The what I list above are just the tip of the iceberg. But the prejudice that esports and esports amateurs is experiencing, and the efforts made by everyone that truly love esports, we are just normal people like everyone. We take playing video games as a hobby, and there is no difference with other hobbies like sports, art, and traveling. Still, less video games will reveal themselves not just a dominant art form from the twenty-first century. But one of the most important art forms in the history of mankind. In the end, I want to say something about myself. As a noble gamer at my childhood, I often lose a match. So the determination of being skillful enough to reach the top of the game board, which is called ladder tournament, arose. I began to watch live streaming at high school to improve myself, and it was at that time I witnessed how Faker won his three world champion in 2013, 2015, and 2016. He's the best pro gamer in the world, and there is nothing bad to witness his fourth world champion personally. So I went to the national stadium in 2016-17. But unfortunately, he failed, and I have never cried like that before. If someone asks me why I'm so appealing about this group, I think it's a complicated emotion that I admire Freak's exclusive skill and high spirit. Meanwhile, the regret and the tears are also memorable. So please stop discriminating video games and gamers, especially female gamers. I wish the bias can be eliminated one day.